The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. <clears throat> Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but 77 times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, a debtor was brought before him who owed him a large amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, his children, and all his property in payment of the debt. At that, the servant fell down and did him homage and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, Pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had the fellow servant put in prison until he paid back the debt. Now when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Then in anger, his master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly Father do to you unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. It seems like <laughs> Jesus has a hang-up. Seems like he's always talking about forgiveness in the Gospel. It is the focus of his coming among us to bring forgiveness. In the scriptures today, the first reading from Sirach, which is a beautiful book. It's a kind of a, not a story like some of the other books, but a, a, a listing of aphorisms, usually with a moral uh, implication. And today we read the words, wrath and anger are hateful things. Amen? We all know that, don't we? Yet the sinner hugs them tight. We know that too. Hello, sinners. <laughs> Isn't that true? How we uh, take offense and hold on to the bitterness, sometimes forever. So tragic. See it a lot in families maybe in your own family, 
somebody crossed somebody and, you know, I've seen it at, even at funerals. Siblings saying, I never want to speak to you again. And they're at the funeral with the mother. I'll never forgive you. Have you ever used those words? <laughs> How sad to hold on to that, that bitterness. Someone once said that it's, hate is an acid that destroys its container. And the harm that it does to us, to holding on to it, but to the whole community. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. So what is anger? Anger is, according to Thomas Aquinas, is a passion for revenge, which goes beyond the realms of reason. No, I'm not getting even with you. I'm going to get even with you in spades. That passion. That happens often in families. Amen? It happens geopolitically around the world, the nations. Look at the Middle East. The hatred, the, the vengeance, the venom. Yes, you know, Friday we celebrated the memory of 9-11. Terrible event in the history of this country. But what was our response? Revenge. We'll show them, we'll whatever. And so what have we had, had since then? 19 years of war that isn't over yet. Violence, revenge. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. How tragic it is and the consequences. What is forgiveness? Well, there's forgiveness on a justice level. We, we go to our, do our part and we go to the person and approach them and, and they do their part and they acknowledge or, and we reconcile. We see face to face. But forgiveness goes beyond that. When we do our part and go to the other person and the other person could care less I haven't done anything wrong. What's our reaction? Well, that's the last time I'm going to approach them. Wrong. Real forgiveness is that we not only do our part, but we do their part in forgiveness. Forgiveness is a gift we give ourselves. How tragic we hold on to bitterness. We don't have to look very far, do we? And we see the, the consequences of it, the division, the pain and the suffering in our families, in our world. So how do we forgive? Well, we've got a wonderful example in, in the cross. Every time we look upon that crucifix, Jesus' reaction, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do.
if we could only realize that that's what happens in our brokenness. The offender doesn't know what they're doing, the real consequences, and we don't know what they're doing. See, we can let go, realizing that we're capable of the same offense. It's a challenge. I think maybe we need to just look into our own lives. Probably some lingering resentments or bitterness or anger that have separated us from others in our love. And I encourage you this, this week to make that first step. It could be years old. Sometimes it's so f much in the past we can't even remember what the offense was. But we know we're not speaking to that person because somehow they hurt us. So we need to make that first step to reconcile, to forgive even when others don't forgive us. Set ourselves free. Set ourselves free. Some things to keep in mind. Stop talking about others behind their backs. We're good at that, amen? Yeah, and that's, what does it do? It spreads, it spreads the venom like the fires in California. Avoid criticism like the plague. But never take for granted the good. Look for the good. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Amen? And so is crap. <laughs> and all too often we're looking for the negative. Look for the positive. That's not pie in the sky, that's just good sense with the grace of God. The, um, I had one other point I wanted to make. Oh, yeah. When you are offended, when you take offense, don't hold on to it. Forgive right away. Free yourself. As I say, I think you can forgive people in advance, <laughs> in anticipation, because we're always going to be in conflict sometime or other. But if we realize that, like Christ on the cross, they don't realize what they're doing, then we can forgive right away and avoid that. You know, how often I've heard people in confession, have you forgiven them yet? <clears throat> no. Are you going to? Yeah, but not yet. <laughs> I want to I suffer. I don't know why. <laughs> it's self-inflicted <laughs> misery. So forgive right away. Don't take offense in the first place. Offense is optional. <laughs> but as soon as we take it, it's like sticky, buddy. You can't get rid of it. 
So we are challenged by the Scripture today. And every day, Jesus calls us to compassion, forgiveness, to have pity. How many times? Seventy times, seventy times. Why? Again and again and again and again. Why? Because that's the way God forgives us. Ad infinitum, again and again. And we are called to forgive over and over again. That's a challenge. That's hard. But it's peace. Wrath and anger are hateful things, yet the sinner hugs them tight. 